Hi, beautiful people. Welcome to this episode of the Coach J. Thana Show. We're finally back. Yay. It's been a while and I'm happy that we're finally back. We're talking about the lies of submission. The lies of submission because there is a lie. There is another agenda that the devil is pushing about submission. And I wanted us to talk about it because it's so important. The enemy is lying to people that when you submit, it means that the person is in one way greater than you and mightier than you. That's a lie. When you are supposed to serve as a man, you are serving your wife and your children. And that's what submission means. Your wife is submitting to you so that you can serve her better. So let's not let people lie to us, especially feminists. Some people call themselves feminists, but they don't even realize that what they think feminism is, is not what it is. Feminism is not supposed to go against marriage. Why? Because every woman on this earth needs love. Every woman on this earth needs someone to care for her. So fighting the agenda of the love that you need is a big lie that you must disconnect from. When we talk about submission, and I think people should already get it in their singleness before they go into marriage. The truth is you only get to submit to one person for the rest of your life. And that's why it's very important to choose your partner very carefully. You get to submit to one person all your life. So you shouldn't have an issue with submission. But the devil is lying to you, telling you that, oh, if you submit, they're going to take advantage of you. But you already know that if I'm going to be submissive to this man, then I picked him knowing that he would never take advantage of me. So let's get that sorted out. Because if you pick just anyone, then submission will be hard. But if you pick wisely, if you pick a man who is wise, a man who knows what submission really is and what leadership is, Leadership is not dictatorship. Leadership is service. So the greatest of us needs to serve us. That's what leadership is. So there's this phrase that we use in my culture in the Igbo land where they say, in the land of the blind, a one-eyed man is the king. Yes, because everyone else is blind, but he's partially blind and can see. So he's the king. That's basically what we say when we say submission. Out of all of us who are weak, we, we pick the strongest and that's the husband. So don't let the enemy lie to you and don't let social media lie to you and tell you, oh, when you submit, you're belittling yourself. Women should never have to submit. That depends on who you choose. If you choose wisely, submission is sweet like honey. Submission is sweet when you choose wisely because you know that this person already is not going to take advantage of you. It's not going to take advantage of your kindness, of your goodness, of your purity. So you find it so easy to submit. I choose to submit over and over again. And let me use this example. I remember growing up, I had older siblings and when my dad would come or my mom would come and were probably watching TV and haven't cleaned up the house or something, they never shout at me. They always shout at my older sibling. They always say, oh, you didn't get your siblings to do this, that, and that. So the idea is that all of us who are younger are supposed to submit to the oldest. That's what submission is. So even if you're older than your husband, that's not the issue. You know, the main 
point of focus is the fact that one has to be the head. Where there is no leader, the people perish. Both of you choose your husband to lead you because you know that God would ask him, oh, how did you care for your family? Or how did you care for your wife? How did you raise your children? Were you a present father? All of that is your husband's office. But that's why you see, you need to choose wisely. Because from the day you choose, you have to submit. 8 billion people in the world, you get to pick one and then you pick somebody who you can never submit to. That's not the agenda when God created, you know, relationship and marriage. You need to pick someone you'll be happy to submit to. Someone who is not selfish, someone who is selfless, who wants to serve, who wants to give all that he can. And let me tell you something. While you're listening to me, you might think, are there really men like that? Oh, yes, there are. If you are a woman who will submit, there is a man who would, you know, love you right even in submission. As long as there are women who would submit on earth, there are men who would not take advantage of their submission. Don't even let the enemy lie to you that if you submit, they're going to take advantage of you. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. No. Understand that marriage was not our idea. God did not make marriage for us to dictate the part we would choose and the part to throw away. If you want to do marriage right, if you want to have a beautiful home, if you want to grow old with the person that you love, you want to pick rightly because once you choose the wrong person who doesn't have an idea of what leadership is, someone who thinks leadership should be all about dictating to their wives, shouting at their wives, being disrespectful to their wives then you know that that's not the kind of person you can submit to so you avoid dating them what most people do is they date people they can marry because they're like oh i'm quite young i'm not really looking to get married so i better just stay with this guy till i'm ready to get married the truth is you are antagonizing yourself by doing that dating someone you cannot marry is a huge red flag for you like when i see a lady dating someone she can marry i always think uh-huh I don't think she understands, you know, how happy she would be if she probably stayed single and just date someone she can marry than dating someone that she cannot marry. So please don't date anyone you can marry. If you already see the red flags, then it's a sign that you cannot marry them. So why still be with them? Why still date them? Most women want godly husbands, but they are dating people who don't have the fear of God. That's you shooting yourself in the leg. Date people you can marry, that you know you can pray with, you can have a good laugh with, you can pour out your heart to them, and you wouldn't feel like I have a problem, you know. Because the truth is, and I think I need to let you ladies know, as a woman, you would always have trying times in life. You know, I remember you know, sharing with you ladies how I went through a lot with my childbearing. After that, I had issues with my birth control option, but I never felt swallowed in that season because I chose rightly. The person I chose didn't ever make me feel like, oh, you are reacting, it's just your period. Why are you acting up? You need someone to be there for you when times get hard. As a woman, times will get hard, but it won't swallow you because you married rightly. Some women have shared how they had cesarean section and their husbands were telling them, oh, are you the first to have cesarean? You are too lazy, that's why you couldn't push. Yes. Do you think they found out that he was that toxic in marriage? 
most likely not. They married him and figured out that he wasn't, you know, husband material. So just how people refer to some ladies as wife material, that's how some men are husband material. And the truth is, if all women chose better, maybe it would make these men who are not husband material step up their game. They would step up because they know that nobody's wanting to settle with me because, you know, I'm violent. No one is wanting to settle with me because I speak really loudly when I'm angry. The truth is, if a man raises his voice at you when he's not happy, he would raise his hand at you when he's not happy in the marriage so from the early stages please look out for all those things because what the devil is lying to people about submission is so that he can you know pervert the idea of marriage that god made that his wife submit to your husband husband love your wife love her because she's precious love her because she's you know she's like a flower love her but she would submit to you if this agenda is maneuvered and women now want submission, then know that the enemy will have a full throne in that family, in that marriage. You don't need your husband to submit to you, no? <laughs> you don't need it. It's disgusting when a man is submitting to a woman. Mm -mm. Who cries when people pass in a movie? It's women. We are always going to be connected to our soft side. So having a man who is very logical, submit to you, is the enemy's way to pervert the whole home and your children because your daughters will grow up acting like men, your sons will grow up acting like women. It's already a disaster. Our next episode in this June, we'll be talking about how God hates pride. Pride. And if you know what I'm talking about, I mean the pride that they're celebrating this June. Because once the home is a mess, every other thing is a mess. We saw what happened during COVID. The husband, the wife, the children all had to be together when everything closed up. Jobs, businesses, everything closed up. They said everybody stay at home. But you see, what never stops is the family. So if the enemy perverts your family, if the enemy takes throne in your family, then there's a problem in the society. And that's why I enjoy my job as a relationship counselor because I get to shape society by being a relationship counselor. I get to influence families and then these families, you know, bring out boys and girls that we see in the society. So whatever it is you really do, please understand that there is no way anybody's opinion can be better than God's opinion because marriage was God's idea. He made Adam, he made Eve. He didn't introduce them to each other, but he knew that once Adam met Eve, he would never want to live without her another day. And so marriage was introduced. And then from that day up until this day, we have heavy materials on how to build our home. It's all packed in the Bible. Husbands, love your wife. Wives, submit to your husband. I love that scripture, Ephesians 5.22. So please don't let the enemy lie to you about submission. Submission is beautiful. It's beautiful because as a woman, you don't get to think of the heavy things that makes a home. You don't have to think about, you know, how are we going to pay for this and pay for that. Of course, your opinion is valid, but you are not the head because you are not wired to be the head. You are wired to be loved. You are wired to be cared for. 
You're wired to receive gifts. You're wired to be pampered. That's what you're wired to do. You're not wired to be submitted to and you don't really need respect. Women need love, not respect. So from this day, let's get our real assignment when we're going into marriage. And you need to get it sorted out in your singleness. That I don't want a man who will submit to me. Say that to yourself. I don't want a man who will submit to me. I want a man who submission would be easy with so that I can submit to him all the days of my life, just how the Bible says. And of course, I'll be happy to be loved by him. That's what you want. I will be loved. Keep saying it. You might have experienced some bad relationships in the past. You might have been taken for granted by people who don't deserve you. But you need to make that commitment that I'm only going to marry someone I can submit to. And you see all the traits in the dating phase, even in the talking stage. So I used to tell myself when I was single that I would never spend time with the guy who thinks he's Lord and Savior and King. I would want to spend time with a guy who has mentors, who has people inspiring him, who prays, who seeks God's face before he makes a decision. All of this I did in my singleness. That's why I don't fight with submission today because I already know that I'm submitting to God when I submit to my husband. So that's really what you're doing when you marry a godly man. You're submitting to God when you submit to your godly man. So choose wisely you have the liberty to choose and that's why we can never compare the marriage of today to the olden days because those people were either betrothed or someone said marry her they never got to know each other so it was chaos but you have you know a lot of materials now you have relationship coaching so from the day he says he likes you you are rooting for relationship coaching you're telling him oh let's book these people let's book those other people because you know how important it is to to have a healthy marriage, to have God at the center of your marriage. I don't applaud unbelievers when they're getting married because I know that, you know, it's perverted by the enemy. They would not function perfectly well if they don't have a full picture of what marriage should be. If you've never been loved by Christ, how can you give unconditional love? So figure that part out that I want to be loved by Christ. I want to feel his love. I want to know his love. I want to, you know, embrace everything that is accessible to me. And you will see how you will have the marriage of your dreams. I like the term, the marriage of your dreams. You know why? Because when you have a dream, you walk towards it. That's something I like about your dream. So it's not you will have a perfect marriage. No, you will have the marriage of your dream. So whatever you really dream of is what you will have. And usually when we ask you what do you want to be, you say you want to be a doctor, you want to be a nurse, you want to be a pastor, you want to be this, you want to be that, right? And you work towards it. You go to school, you do some courses, you get certified. That's exactly how it is when we say you will have the marriage of your dreams. It means you're putting in work as well as the person you intend to marry is putting in work. Both of you coming together would then make it a dream marriage because you both have the same dream for what your home would be like. But if we say you have a perfect marriage, what's a perfect marriage? You know, no one can really say this is how a perfect marriage is or that, that's how a perfect marriage is because we are all not the same. I met someone who told me she would never marry a guy who cannot cook. <laughs> and I laughed because I told myself that I'm never marrying someone who can cook because if he cooks and I'm not trying to eat it, he might 
speak offense. So I was happy when my husband left all the cooking for me because I wasn't going to eat his food in the first place. You guys don't tell him. Don't tell him. <laughs> you see? So what she wants in marriage is not what I want. She wants a man who can cook. I don't need a man who can cook because I love to cook. That's why it's the marriage of your dreams because you choose what you want. It's your dreams. It's not mine. It's not your mother's. It's not your father's. It's your dream. So you should never let your parents choose for you. You should never let your friends choose for you. You know, I remember someone calling me a Jewish person because I chose that I wasn't going to date a certain guy who was head over heels about me. I knew what I was looking for. Now that guy seemed like the, you know, the deal then, but today he's not the deal because I knew that he didn't have Christ at the center. So you really want to pick wisely because when the going gets tough, if it's a godly man, he would run to God. If it's not a godly man, he would run to the world. When things happen so choose wisely and you know don't let anyone tell you otherwise about submission it's beautiful i have tasted it and i understand that it's beautiful and i want to encourage you that you will have the marriage of your dreams keep reading keep studying keep attending seminars oh i started attending seminars at age 16 17 i started attending love dating and married by pastor kingsley okonkwo and it shaped my mind that even when some other people who i knew were talking negatively about a relationship or da 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 da, da <laughs> the world will always give its own right so when the world threw negativity about relationship and marriage towards me i would counter it with the knowledge that i've picked up from attending seminars studying books and you know making my heart available for healthy marital content i will see you in the next episode until then please remain beautiful remain a hot girl remain on fire for god i love you with the love of god keep smashing every day every morning by 7 30 a.m i pray with my ladies on hot girl secret global so we're praying for ourselves because the truth is the reason why we need christ is because we're not perfect so we're praying for all the things that might want to hold us back from the blessing that god is bringing our way for you it might be getting married for another person it might be getting a new job for some other person might be relocating to their dream location whatever it is that you know could be a stumbling block for you i believe that god will help you in sorting it out because we give him all of ourselves, all of our time all of our everything and then he sorts it out for us because he's our sugar daddy i will see you in the next episode until then remain beautiful bye-bye